0: Welcome to Teen Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior. I am Pei Yi, I'm a Parenting and Teen Challenging Behavior Specialist at Rainbow Parenting Practice. Over the last 30 years, I've worked with children, teenagers, and then families with various complex needs across different settings. But it is my personal story being a troubled teenager that led me to the creation of my innovative parenting method Thriving Together Parenting Method. It can help you and your team to have a more loving, respect-driven relationship and the happiness and harmony in your family home in 90 days, no matter what challenging behaviour it is, how challenging it has been, and for however long your family has been in a difficult place. Many families came to me when they were in crisis or at breaking point. My TTP method is the secret to their transformative family lives. It can be yours too. I am thrilled for you to be here. And that possibly means you are a successful but stressed out parent who is managing a very demanding job but struggling to know what to do and how to help your troubled teen who is stuck in patterns of challenging behavior. You're fed up with trying everything, but nothing works. You're looking for solutions yesterday and are determined to do whatever it takes to help your teen and family thrive. At Teen Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior, I will share all the insights I've learned from working with families and their teenagers over the years. I will not hold back. Let's dive in. bell hi are we ready for this yeah keep asking the same question every single episode i don't <laughs> know why bill i don't know why <sighs> right let me do the introduction again so i am pae i have a teenage co-host bell and each week we release an episode about a topic relating to teenage lives and but you also include parity family, relationship, everything, you name mm-hmm. it. And what Bail and I do, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, what we do is we have a set of cards. And if you're watching YouTube, you'll see the sets of cards now. With, <laughs> and it's topics about teenage, affecting teenage lives. And so what we do is we'll draw cards in each episode. And mm-hmm. these, Bail and I never know what we're going to speak about. And yeah, today, which is a good there.
1: and a bad thing.
0: Yeah, because sometimes we're like, <sighs> hey, how are we going to take this? but i think that's what that's what's the beauty of it because it's not scripted so whatever in our mind that is being said must carry some importance and meaning to us
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: my hope is that the audience out who is listening in will resonate with what we speak about or they Mm -hmm. can be curious about what we speak about so yeah you know you never know Our podcast may reach millions one day though Then we'll do a like a subtitle. Yeah, we'll do a translation like Chinese ones. (laughs) Speak Mandarin, you see? That would be good. We should not forget about the Mandarin speaking population. (laughs) 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 Right, Belle, it's your time right? Tell me to stop. So I'll usually shuffle and Belle will tell me stop. Stop. (gasps) Okay. Right. So this one, oh, okay. This is an interesting one. It's called controlled a what controlled yeah controlled so it's, a, it's a girl with a what do you call the thing uh
1: like i don't know i don't know
0: do you know like when you're winding oh, like a wind up like yeah it's like the
1: puppets or whatever yeah
0: so then if you so the picture is saying that's a weekend with a wind up uh, key at the back and then with a lot of machineries in the back, uh, the, mm-hmm. the boat in the back. So I am
1: thinking,
0: maybe this is about teenagers feeling
1: controlled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That quite severely controlled, it seems.
0: But you, but if we want to take it another side, it could also be about, like, you know, grooming.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of ways you could take it, isn't there? Yeah. We can talk, we can touch on a few again like we did last time mm-hmm.
0: okay so what what what's in your mind first what's, what's, what's first in
1: your mind? Mm-hmm. what's like on my mind first is parents being controlling and I know that's the most oh, obvious that was in my mind too actually <laughs> yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I know that's, I know that's the most obvious one but I think it's like so common like and it's not even just like there's obviously parents being controlling of their parents their children's like lives schoolwork, work all these sorts of things But there can also be a controlling aspect to people being overly care, like not overly caring, but very involved and bearing. Like that can also probably feel quite controlling and suffocating as well. So Mm. So it's probably hard to get a balance right. What
0: what are the things that parents are trying to control, you think, from a teenager perspective, from your lived experience?
1: So this is from my friend's experiences Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking of. But I would say probably trying to control, like, well, trying to control their teenager's, like, direction. And, like, if it's they're controlling jobs, subjects, school, all these things, they might, they're obviously, no parents, like, trying to do it out of hate. Like, they're obviously trying to give something to their child. But, like, I think it can go the other direction if you push, um, I'm not articulating myself very well to say, but... Um, so are we
0: saying like, because the parents have a blueprint or a a, a map where they want their children to yeah,
1: be? Yeah, I think like, that that happens a lot where parents just want their child to be the most successful, end up really well, like maybe do a similar thing today they, because they, it works so well for them. Like doing it out of probably a good place Mm -hmm. but I know that it can make someone feel so like exhausted Mm
0: -mm. but then
1: there's also the overbearing controlling side which I think can make teenagers feel a bit like overly protected or sheltered or like even if they don't realize it and they like it like when they're older and they leave home like that's going to be a big shock to them as well so Mm. I don't know what Um, are your opinions like Through your work, Mm -mm. what do you see in terms of control with teenagers
0: a lot? Well, you know, I work with teenagers who are struggling and who tell their parents I'm struggling through their behaviour. You know, Mm -hmm. whether it's drug taking or drinking alcohol, running Mm -hmm. away, being aggressive or Mm -hmm. being antisocial or offending. Mm -hmm. And... So I think that's one thing that the parents want to control is their behavior. Mm. Also, the other side is, like you say, the intent of that, you know, while they want to control their behavior, they want to control their safety. They want to make sure they they are safe, right? But like you say, sometimes it can be the miscommunication and how you, you know say things how you do things might be experienced differently by the teenager so like you say early on is you know the parents have a, of a blueprint and a map as to where they're t- where they want their teenagers to be and what the kind of person they are or what kind of career they will have in the future and when sorry and then the teenagers experience of that can be very different it's like why can't I have my own autonomy and independence and to decide yeah. You know what career I will have in the future, so that you know the the how that be how that is experienced can be very different. Mm-hmm. But definitely from the families I've worked with, he's definitely being able to wanting to control that out of control behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's coming from a really good place. They're just worried. They are panicked.
1: Yeah, and it's so hard to know how to approach that because, like, I know from my own experience, mm-hmm. like. You, the last thing you want is your parents being like telling you not to do whatever you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, not the last worst thing, but that's a lot of common thing. So, like, how would you say is the best way to approach that for the benefit of both? You know, from both sides, the parents to and grandparents. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's important for parents to remember, like the teenagers are a growing adult a growing person mm-hmm. right i keep saying this again and again and again and again in each episode is they are a growing person and this is about yeah. life so be involving them about decisions that will affect their life is so important yeah. they need to be part of this journey it's like you're in a what you say. if you're in a you know a rolling canoeing you know sport yes it's a teamwork yeah. if someone is rowing someone is not and then it's making it really difficult and the most challenging to happen is the canoe might flip over mm. you're not working together as a team and communicate actually i'm going to do it this way you do it that way I count on three so that is really important for the, the parents to to remember that however it's really difficult to let go because parents have come with so many years of lived experiences so many skills so many knowledge and so many Mm -hmm. so many things they they have they want the best for their children and they know if you do this it's more likely to lead to a b c
1: (laughs) but they're probably like right but it's not might not be what they want to do exactly exactly they know that
0: could be potentially be the outcome but the problem with teenagers, because their brain is still developing, so the consequential thinking is not there yet. They're all yeah. thinking, is right now what I want, you know what, and if you're, so they can't see that part. And I think that's where the frustration, the parents are coming, is like, I know that's going to happen. If he doesn't pass his GCSE, GCSE, yeah, and then what's going to happen? If he doesn't pursue his education, his chance of a good career is limited yeah so there's a lot of like consequential and then the parents have a really good intent however it really comes down to how that is communicate how is that communicated because mm-hmm. as a parent your lived experience doesn't mean that as your child your teenagers mm-hmm. and the teenagers need that they need the support they need the guidance but they also need autonomy to explore yeah. you know this part of a journey in a
1: yeah like you can't they need they need parented. And you need to have some sort of, you know, it's okay to be told no or told whatever. Mm-mm, like, that's mm-mm. a good thing. Mm-mm. But in, like, balance, like, because I've seen a lot of people who are just sheltered so much and, like, don't get told things, just get told no, no, never given a reason why. Like, mm-hmm. it just ma- it just does the opposite. Like, it just makes me want to do it more. I've never in my life seen someone, like, even people that I've seen who have grown up who are older than me, and like, my people my sister knows, like, I've never seen anyone that's been so heavily sheltered and just told no and not told about things. And as a way of parenting, I've never seen them end up the exact opposite way when they're older, like, Yeah. So it obviously says a lot.
0: Yeah, because you do need the opportunity to experience life yourself. And like what we're talking about in our last episode, your lived experience of having a romantic relationship as a teen may not be the same as other teens relationship
1: yeah you know, like were, they're all so different everyone's lives are so different. Exactly. if you were a teen
0: grew up <clears throat> in a family there was domestic violence or there was drug use you know there was difficulties yeah. at the family home how they were in relationship will be very very different
1: mm-hmm. so yeah
0: mm-mm. but it's hard you know thinking about the being feeling controlled it's hard mm. but it's equally for the teenagers i you know we know you want autonomy we know you want independence but at the same time it's remember you're not all invincible
1: mm. You know, yeah. so
0: my experience working with teenagers they'll be like oh we'll be fine it's okay
1: Do you know yeah that's what i used to think like up until about this year that was all i thought i just didn't even consider consequences like
0: yeah you just think you're invincible everything's going to be fine you know <laughs> it will be very it will be you know will be cool you worry too much and all this thing but seriously mm. the society is changing and there's a lot of risks outside yeah in in the society so and how like how how many news you saw on telly were actually good yeah you know so then I think it's important for the teenagers to bear in mind is that you are not invincible you Mm -hmm. know actually if anything you're actually quite vulnerable being a teenager
1: definitely
0: so you need to be
1: using and that's why you do need like that's why it's good for parents to like give guidance and like just because I know I know but also I know that a lot of teenagers can struggle with parents who are completely doing it of the absolute best interest and they're amazing parents, but they're being very overbearing and very controlling and all this. I think teenagers can feel quite guilty, like, if they have an issue with it, like, they might just think, oh, they're just doing the best for me, like, it's fine, like, whatever. But I think there's a lot of, like, guilt and... Hiding things from them, I think, that could come from that as well.
0: Oh, tell me more oh. about this. Let me get this right. So you're saying mm-hmm. when the parents have been over-controlling over yeah. their teenagers, and when the teenagers don't do what their parents want them to do, they will be... They, they carry some guilt, and then they don't want to tell the parents, like, actually... A hundred percent. Don't agree with you, and I didn't do anything you tell me.
1: Yeah, I mean, all, all my friends... I hope none of them obviously ever listen, but all my friends, strict parents Mm -hmm. are the friends that have to lie to their parents all the time. And they don't like doing it. Like they don't want to, but they actually have to, to so that, you know, they can have a fun time with their friends or Mm -hmm. like not, not, not lying about going out or anything like extreme, but like, you know, even sometimes, oh, you need to go home and do your work or something or like just a lot of things. Like I think, and I know that some of them, I've talked to them, a lot of them, about like their experience with that. And, like, sometimes they say, like, I don't even need to, I don't even need to anymore, but I just find it easier to do that. So I don't have to explain mm. myself. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I think it's such a important thing to be able to be honest with your, yeah. f-
0: with your so parents. What, so, what, so what will happen if your friends t- tell their parents what really happened and what they were really thinking?
1: Well, they might just, like, they might just have a big argument or
0: mm-hmm. their
1: parents might, you know, be disappointed in them or might not let them go out for, like, two weeks or these sorts of things, like, just, like, not punish them, well, punish them, but, like, also, like, it's just a whole situation for them, mm-hmm. I think, and that's the biggest thing, like, it creates a situation within the family or within their own experiences and I think a lot of people who have siblings Mm-mm. who you know obviously every older sibling says and is probably right but parents are obviously stricter of the first sibling and it goes mm. down down so they might feel like annoyed at the that you know they might my friends have had it where their siblings have been annoyed at them because they're like well when I was your age I just dealt with this and you know you sometimes you have to just like do it and like they do but you they have to understand if once again like everyone has their own lives everyone's just like, experiencing that so Mm-mm. it's a shame so i got like
0: i I had to go through this and you, you got off with that
1: yeah exactly and like and like obviously that obviously is going to cause conflict this is what i'm saying like like being over controlling can lead to having to be so dishonest of your parents Mm-mm. because in fear of guilt and a whole Mm -hmm. situation occurring when that doesn't happen and I know that even parents probably like some parents might not even intend for that to happen Mm -hmm. and they might not even see it like that it might just be even like a discussion or whatever but Mm -hmm. I think it just like puts a bit of like a weight on their chest like it just makes you quite stressed Mm -hmm. and guilty Mm -hmm. probably
0: yeah, and it can be just like, <clears throat> just like, you know what, make sure your homework is done. You have an exam next week, so you're not going to go out this weekend. with your Yeah, parents.
1: and some sometimes it is fine. Sometimes it's, like, reasonable, and sometimes you need that. Like, it really depends, mm-hmm. obviously. So, on this note, are we saying <clears throat> ages would appreciate
0: explanation from the parents? Uh, exp-
1: appreciate what?
0: Explanations from the parents when they say no, or when they've been asked to do something. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean... From my perspective, like I don't see any point in just saying no Mm-mm. over like everything and never giving any education or explanations to why. Because what is that gonna do except and create like Mm-mm. guilt or fear Mm-mm. if that thing happens or whatever? Like Mm-mm. it's not gonna ever be able to because parents are doing that Mm-mm. to like try and mold their child's like morals and Mm-mm. what choices they make in life and like out of best interest but it's not going to do any of that if you're not giving a reason why because they're not having anything to make a decision in their head about they're just being told no and then like okay well that's a no never mind like that just goes out of their mind yeah. and usually you know what I'm saying?
0: yeah and usually from my experience working with you <clears throat> usually if you say one no then it's very easy you just don't share anymore yeah you know with your parents. yeah exactly there's no point because you, as no. you
1: said like <laughs> teenagers being a teenager like you are a lot more vulnerable so right. yeah but
0: then I have a question or do you think it's possible for parents and teenagers to be completely open and honest um
1: mm, it's definitely possible but I don't know that also has a level of, of like that's also boundaries like I would never like I'm really close to my mom I'm close to my dad but I would never want to be so heavily involved in each other's lives all the time like know everything about my life and I know everything about their life and like Mm. I wouldn't want that like I have my friends for that level Mm -hmm. but parents is a different sort of relationship it's like they don't have to know everything about everything like there should just be that basic level of like that strong level of like trust Mm -hmm. and honesty and that's all that matters like Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. and then having that really honest relationship just comes with that like if if a if a teenager like has something they think oh I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell my mum about that they feel like they can Mm -hmm. or if they've done something their parents might not agree with they feel they can actually talk like say something Mm -hmm. and they're not just gonna get shouted at and told no like they'll get given the resources to like not make that decision again decision again or I definitely
0: agree that you know there needs to be some appropriate boundaries you don't want mm-hmm. to be knowing or sharing your you know couples things and to the children or
1: yeah a, yeah your past
0: experience that is not generally necessary for your yeah. children to know but at the same time is that like you said the level of trust and honesty what what is the the right balance though you know yeah. I work with the most vulnerable children of families and a lot of them experience trauma and Mm -hmm. trust is really really important in any of their relationship but the challenges are there is i hear a lot of parents say i trust my teenagers and there Mm -hmm. is really that is really noble and inspiring to hear that but my first initial will always be yes but it's the world around your teenager that can be distrustful
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know and if you mm-hmm. think about it, it's one teenager with all the possible risk and challenges around the teenager's world mm-hmm. it's making it really difficult for just simply say i trust my teenagers will make the right decision will come and tell me when they need help because yeah. if you look at it the external forces the friendship there's community to you know there's things that you know teenagers never probably yeah. ever speak to their parents about so it's mm. really really important about finding that balance for parents is yes you trust your teenager however what to so the next day is what else can you teach your children teach your teenager about the risk around them and how they yeah. have people to speak to or yours their the parents to speak to and to navigate that
1: because otherwise
0: it's when you know the teenagers can easily be you know exploited or groomed you know and Mm -hmm. it happens very often online that's the highest risk place ever it's like hey you know you and i did it and then the next Mm -hmm, thing it's like you're listening to the sky and that's another
1: thing like people with very strict parents Mm -hmm. if someone does do that and they do like suddenly give this like teenager they're like older and they suddenly give this teenager space to say to be like to not lie and like tell them all the things they've been doing and all these sorts of things like that it would probably like they'd probably open up to that because they've not had that from their parents they've only ever been told no so they don't know why and like Mm -hmm. it just creates a whole like
0: yeah issue yeah so what you're saying is the the importance of parents to teach the teenagers skills you know and in terms of like problem solving skills consequential thinking skills you know if this happens yeah i
1: just just think it's as simple as like if you're gonna say like no or not let your like child do something Mm -hmm. explain why rather than Mm -hmm. because i think from what i've seen like the most frustrating thing is when you know, I've, we've had plans, like for them, like if they've made plans Mm-mm. and then right before they've just been told no and they don't know why and they say why, like, how come? They're just like, no, I want you to be in the house tonight. And it's like, it's so frustrating. It's like, <laughs> I get frustrated secondhand. Like, I don't understand it. Like, I couldn't ever do that. Like, I think it's so, mm. I think it's a basic level of respect to just at least explain why.
0: Yeah. But equally, the teenagers can... Mm. In- ask more question. can you tell me why you're saying no i need to know mm. to understand so i can be compliant i can accept the boundaries you're putting right now the teenagers are encouraged to ask questions but mm. well, i do get what you mean though it's finding i suppose what we've been speaking about is finding that balance isn't it as
1: with control that's all it's about because there's so many like opposite extremes and like the extremes never good with control like it's best to just find like a good balance
0: yeah the balance of and then say whatever like, that we, is for exactly whoever. like saying control is it's got a negative connotation
1: to it yeah no it's matter like, what it is it's like it's kind of just got a negative connotation like no matter what way it goes yeah it's like <laughs> somebody's
0: controlling you i don't want to be controlled
1: yeah exactly
0: nobody wants to be controlled no no we do But then, oh, there's another whole thing we can talk about control and in terms of relationship and all these things, you know, some people Mm -hmm. in a controlling relationship. But Mm -hmm. we'll come back to this later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come back to this some other time, but I suppose what, like I said, what we've been speaking about is finding that balance of, you know, as parents to, to guide and support the teenagers to navigate, you know, the teenage years and not necessarily the controlling part, but just how you can support and guide them. In the way in ways that is empowering for them in ways that is supportive for them in ways i can help them understand why you're asking them to do certain things why do you say yeah. no to certain things but for the teenagers we are saying you are independent you're growing independent you you are entitled to your autonomy but at the same time bear in mind that you're not all invincible it's mm-hmm. anything i believe you're most vulnerable at this stage because there's so many things happening for you in your life Mm-hmm. It's more so important. You have people you can speak to. You have people mm-hmm. you, you. I always think parents are the best people they can speak to, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, if not friends, if there's no parents, friends, teachers, whoever that you can speak to to help you navigate this part of the challenge. So, yeah. wow, that's a really quick thirty minutes. Yes. How does time always go so fast? And you never, never feel yeah. enough to talk about. Enough time to talk about things. So <laughs> before we finish, Bill, What will be the curiosities for today and for who?
1: So my curiosity would be for the parents and it would just be to like Mm -hmm. be curious about why you're not letting your teenager do certain things Mm -hmm. or why you feel the need to add any sort of control in whatever way. Mm -hmm. Like just try and understand that to yourself so that and preferably tell your teenager that but if so when your teenager asks these questions and wants like to because you need that to be able to accept it. So, yeah, I would say try and understand and be confident in why you're saying no before you just say no, because that's not fair to control your child over something you're not even sure why you're doing it. Like that's just a shame.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: OK, to so, give you know. curiosity.
0: Well, then I suppose my curiosity <clears throat> would be for teenagers. Mm hmm. And I suppose maybe the part for me is for teenagers to be curious about when feeling controlled, either by your own parents or by anyone else is pay attention to what that feeling feels like and Mm -hmm. look like for you, Mm -hmm. right? Because when you're feeling controlled like we say it's a negative connotation and but it's also not because you you don't want your freedom to be restricted your own person autonomy and everything so i want the teenagers to be curious about the feeling of feeling controlled what does it feel like what does it look like you know what does this controlling or whoever's controlling thing or person make you feel and do and how can you pay attention to that and speak to someone about it and it doesn't have to be a terrible thing. It could be just like, well, Bill and I speaking about, about like, I feel like my parents yeah. are not giving autonomy. To do anything. Yeah. But then it's yeah. about going back. So actually, mom, when you do these things, it made me feel really controlled about that. I can have my own voice. I can do this. Can you, can we please find a way to look at how we find the balance about this? So then yeah. I don't have to lie to you about mm-hmm. the things. I don't need to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I suppose that would be the curiosity. I want the teenagers to be more curious about the feeling around feeling controlled and how they can take that feeling back to their parents and talk about that to find yeah. a different way to to navigate and be supported in this journey in this teenage years. Yeah. yeah. That's a good curiosity. Yeah. So I hope this has been helpful, and Mm -hmm. as usual, we're coming to the end of our episode. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see everyone in the next episode. Bye! Bye! Thank you to everyone at home or on the go for listening. If you find this show helpful, please hit that follow or subscribe button. It does wonders for the show so more people can find Team Talk navigating team-challenging behaviour organically. If you have any questions about anything we talk about, please drop me a line at pei at That is pei-i at teamtalkpot.com. I read every email I get. I read every email I get. Whether that's an episode idea, a guest recommendation, or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you, I'd love to hear from you. I am Pei Yi, and I'll see you on the next episode.